So that's enough Mick, Rick Moranis talk. That's enough Rick Moranis. Yeah, Rick Moranis. We're jumping Moranis. right into it. It just shows our age. <laughs> yeah. We like Rick Moranis that much still, even though he doesn't do anything anymore. It's just our generation is like, we miss him. Please come back. Right. You were Dark Helmet. <laughs> dark you were the helmet. true villain of our childhood. <laughs> Dates us right there. Wow. I'm surrounded yeah. by assholes. How many assholes are on this ship? <laughs> Classic. Classic good old clean comedy, you know? Oh, yeah. Mel Brooks's comedy was nothing but clean. Yeah. Back in those days when you could literally say anything. Anything <laughs> you want. There are so many old comedies that have not aged well, huh? Oh, no. No, no, no. Not I remember watching, well. uh, what was it? Airplane. I watched Airplane in middle school in band class, and that shows titties. Full screen titties. Wow. Just in middle school? Middle school. It's North Carolina education for you, boy. PG rating. <laughs> nothing in the 70s. PG was like, hey, your parents got them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That was all that. Parents got them. You can see them. But now everything, yeah, now I feel like everything is like PG. It's absolutely kids or it's like mature, TV mature. Like Pretty there, much, There's yeah. very little uh, PG-13 shit going on anymore. Yeah, PG-13 is like exclusively reserved for like What's Marvel the point? movies. I mean, most 13-year-olds already got a phone anyways. You know, oh, yeah. They, they already c- see in the rated R whether you are letting them or not, you know, if they got that phone. So. Yeah, that, that Reddit app on the phone, they've seen some shit. That's yeah, a- <laughs> yeah, for real. The kids have seen some shit. Reddit is like one of the most famous apps that i feel like borders on dark web shit you know oh what I mean? yeah it's because you can find anything on there there's a subreddit for anything you can possibly think of yeah and yeah it's a it's a great it's, social media resource it's it also is. a terrifying place is to there look. a subreddit for like staying on topic because this is not a just a banter andy we gotta we gotta t- talk about some interesting you shit. know what some of my topics come from reddit okay it's a great source <laughs> some- <laughs> is a great tool for us to find these right. great news sources, these okay. great news topics. Yeah. But um, yeah, we're going to get, we'll get into it. We're on the free platform, guys. We're going to get That's you guys. True. We're, we're on YouTube. Got our video going. Guys get to see us and see yeah, how much yeah. we don't pay attention when we're actually doing this. I pay attention. I have not even opened my laptop really fully <laughs> yet. But no, I have. Uh, our first story, we, we were going to cover this last week and we we left it out because it's a, it's a, it's a two week old story now, but it was something that we both just could not get enough of. Oh, uh, yeah. A South Carolina man, so it's right down the right down the road from us, uh, dies of a heart attack while burying the body of a woman that he had murdered. Yep, I, that's what he gets. Yeah, it's it's literally like an old like comedy movie of just being like, oh, I got what you, and just falling <laughs> just, over while burying the body. That'd be great if he body. just fell in there as well. Yeah, just fell just, in the body, like yeah, just fell in, in the, the grave. Hole. Yeah, and he was like, oh, he must have just been digging for two. He must have been on a budget. Yeah. <laughs> This is a Canadian serial killer now, but no. um, In South Carolina, a man has died of a heart attack while attempting to bury the body of a recent murder victim. Wow. Um, Officers of Edgeville County Sheriff's Department arrived at the home in Trenton on Saturday and receiving Mm -hmm. reports of an unresponsive man out in his yard. Uh, Sheriff Jody Rowland and County Coroner David Burnett said in a joint statement uh, they found 60-year-old Joseph Anthony McKinnon dead in his yard, but when investigating McKinnon's death and notifying next of kin... Authorities found the body of 65-year-old Patricia Ruth Dent in a oh freshly God. dug grave in the same yard. So, yeah, he was uh, an older man, not too old, but apparently still had some uh, health issues. So, wait, this woman wasn't related to him? No, this wasn't a, this wasn't a wife of him. I thought it was him. his wife. Um, no, this was, a, this was just another a female acquaintance of his. Um, okay. So, authorities suspected McKinnon died of natural causes. Um, and that Dent's death was pretty much clearly due to foul play. Um, but they said that Dent was uh, found to be confirmed death by strangulation. 
Oh, the wow. evidence gathered at the scene, along with statements from witnesses, um, aided to build a timeline. And they say that Mrs. Mr. McKinnon attacked Miss Dent while inside their home or inside his home, um, and then was uh, in the process of trying to dispose of the body that he had already bound and wrapped her in trash bags, mm-hmm. and was had already dug a pit for her, and I guess had already put a little bit of dirt on the pit, possibly. And then had a cardiac event where he just fell over right there while he was burying the body. So there was no okay. ca- pretty clear cut case, no other <laughs> no other suspects, no other wi- like no other motives. It was just, well, I guess he killed her, and then he time killed enough, him. But how many people did he kill? Is this like a? I mean, but she did have some connection to him. Or yes, was this I just... guess they were. They knew each other, so she was already okay. inside his I didn't home. Know if this was another uh, what's his name, Todd Coleheb from. South yeah, I Carolina. don't know. They haven't gotten all the information out. They haven't really done a full investigation of this man and what other ties he may have to anything else. Right. Um, but they do know that like this man did kill her and was already. This seemed like a pretty. It seemed kind of premeditated. Like I said, she was bound. She was already wrapped up in trash bags. But he was also trying to dispose of the body on his property, which this wasn't like a this wasn't like Todd Copel's property where it was just a massive, you know, acres and acres. Right, right. This wasn't like a neighborhood. So he was. Isn't that was, insane? Dude? Yeah. So he was out out in his backyard trying to dig this hole, probably in the middle of the night or something. Yeah. And then just the neighbors woke up and saw, you know, what's he doing out there? He's taking a dirt nap. That's a that's yeah. a cozy look. Well, there's flies around him. Yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't <laughs> moved in a while. There's a lot of flies over there. Why is that dog chewing on his leg? Well, I'm sure while they were out, out on the front porch drinking coffee and they were like, he's still still taking that dirt nap. They're like, well, maybe we got to call somebody. <laughs> maybe. Hey, what, what was his name again? Yeah, give him like, we'll give him 10 more minutes and then I'll then I'll maybe think about it. You know, he always yeah. kept his yard a little ragged and mm-hmm. you know, this might give him a little... Uh, might give him a little incentive to get maybe clean that up. Uh, yeah, he's still not moving. All right, yeah, somebody call yeah, the police. He's he's <laughs> okay, uh, Joseph Anthony McKinnon. So yeah, okay. good old sixty-year-old neighbor Joe. Mm-hmm. He's out there just. He does this every once in a while. I think he'll yeah. give him a couple, <laughs> couple more minutes. Give him a couple more, more minutes. Oh you know, yeah, that, because that kid's poking with a stick now. Let's call somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some standby me kid. Just you guys go and see a dead body. <laughs> right. He's poking. I got two actually. A vulture just landed on his back porch. Let's let's go ahead and call. Yeah, <laughs> there's some birds circling. <laughs> but yeah, no doubt. Two bodies for the price of one, guys. You found the murderer and you found the mur- the victim mm-hmm. at the same time. There was. I don't want to say caught red-handed because this is more or less caught dead-handed. Right, right. <laughs> dead with the shovel in hand. Just oh damn. <laughs> Couldn't get it. Couldn't get it dug, man. Couldn't get it buried. So you were, you got to leave your your legacy as killer and uh, out of shape, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very out of shape killer. You listen, being a serial killer is hard work, man. Yeah, you got to keep From up what that cardio. I've, I've found, yeah. That's why John. It's that's why a, Gacy it's a lot was of driving. Uh, it's a lot of cardio. You that's know? why Gacy was so overweight. He didn't. He didn't go anywhere. He's like, no, yeah. you guys come to me. Just put this rope around your own neck. Right. That's just, why Ed uh, Kemper p- gave just, himself <laughs> in, and he was just like, I just can't do this anymore. My body <laughs> just, can't do it. His knees can't do yeah, this anymore. I mean, look at this this huge frame. I yeah. can't. <laughs> I can't keep doing uh, this. These little cars, <laughs> I got to keep getting in and just killing these knees. Yeah, I want to be inconspicuous, and they always see the big white fans. Yeah. (laughs) What are you going to do? These little Hondas are torture on my knees. I was thinking about getting a wheelchair wheelchair lift, actually. (laughs) Ed Kemper in a handicap van. Just hold on. Hold on. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. 
We're going to move on to our next story, guys. Right. Not going to keep getting sidetracked by other serial killers who could have used this. Yeah, right. Uh, who could have used a death right there when they were digging a fucking grave. Yeah, that'd have been great. But uh, we're going to talk about a bank, guys. We normally don't talk about financial crimes on this on this show, but this mm -hmm. was a financial crime. Boring, typically. This financial crime, not very boring. Okay. Because a bank has been hacked by a, a little hacker group. Oh, a little hacker uh, group. Bank of Zambia. I feel like you have no respect for these hackers, man. I do not already. They, oh. they tried to hack the, uh, the Bank of Zambia. And the bank has How refused to pay the ransom that they have uh, been with, uh, been handed. Good, but instead sent the hackers repeated dick pics. And if now you can't just, say that's a better, better that's kind of funny. That's a better response. You know, there's always the we don't negotiate with terrorists or we don't do this. No, it's like you guys are such bad hackers that uh, we're just going to keep sending you dick pics instead. You guys are just going to be annoyed by us. Yeah, because uh, it's something that the most bank going to yeah. get their money, man. Yeah, they're sure they don't care. Uh, a bleeping computer, as bleeping computer reports, Zambia's central bank fell foul of ransomware attack orchestrated by the Hive ransomware gang. Mm, That's a fucking hive. Teen Titans villain gang. So, guys, if you guys are, you can't even think come up with your own name. You fucking hacked the Teen Titans villain, the Hive. Yeah, that kind of dates them, huh? Yeah, good job, guys. They're probably like some older Gen Zers. Yeah, maybe some them. young millennials. Yeah, some very young millennials. Yeah. But uh, a bank, the Bank of Zambia, reassured its customers and partners that it had recovered from the attack very well. And we have the the actual press statement that they sent out. Um, they experienced a partial disruption of information technologies on Monday, May uh, May 9th. Um, but the disruption was affected some systems of the bank, as such as the Bureau de Change monitoring system. Uh, but it emanated from a suspect a suspected cybersecurity incident. We wish mm -hmm. to advise these systems have thus been fully restored. Um. We urge all stake, uh, stakeholders, particularly those in the financial sector, to be as vigilant but not, uh, about the incident as possible. Right, of course. But, uh, yeah, apparently these hackers were so bad, they tried to take all the information and then block the bank out of it like a lot of hackers will do. Right, right. But they basically just copied it all, and they didn't take anything. So the bank was ba like, banks, bank looked at the data and were like, we still have all of it. You guys yeah. didn't take any. Uh, you, you just copied it. You just, like, took a picture Maybe, of it. Right? Maybe. Maybe yeah. they didn't even do that. Maybe they just said they did. Yeah. I mean, at this point. the Here was the bank's perfect uh, response to the hackers. And this is, quote, from the email they sent back. Okay. Suck this dick and stop locking bank networks thinking that you'll monetize something. Learn to monetize. And it was a company yeah. with a wonderful dick pic. Right back to the hackers. Right. Honestly, <laughs> if, you can, if you can hack banks, like, I mean... There's probably no more crooked organization to steal money from. I'm not saying that you should, but I'm just saying if you can do that, there's probably other subtle things that you can do to make money way easier. Yeah, right? and I guess trying to go after like like I said the Bank of Zambia, like a, a different nation, a, a farther like a foreign nation's bank. Yeah. But even these hackers weren't. They, this bank was still able to look at them and be like, "You guys can't even fuck with us." Like, really? We're a small bank in Zambia. And uh, knowing that we had protected our core systems, it really wasn't necessary for us to even engage when ran in a ransom conversation. So we pretty much told them where to get off. <laughs> yeah, Bank of Zambia's yeah. technical technical director, Banks Greg uh, Nosfu. Yeah, no, Greg Nosfu. That's a good yeah. way. That's a good customer He's service. He's no right around, there. is he? <laughs> that's a good. That's great customer care right there. You always get those customer representatives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to take your money. You're going to pay me this much. How about you suck these nuts, motherfucker? <laughs> Pass. <laughs> Just send a dick pic right back. Suck this right? dick and stop locking bank networks. Check the database. It's still there. Oh. Check. Fuck yeah. this guy. We know where you are. This dick. Right. Fuck you. 
They got to fuck around and find out. Yep. And now they have some type of web address connecting if any of the info does get leaked. Yeah. Right? So that that bank has some type of security breach in the future where they're actually using that information that they stole from that bank. They know exactly who did it. They know exactly. They can, you know, they can find it. It's funny to me that like they didn't report the hackers. Like there's no report. There's no police thing going so far right now. But like this bank was just like, fuck off. Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Don't fuck with us. I love the fact that that was their only that was their only punishment was just we could report you to the police instead how about this dick <laughs> you take a look at this big old cock and right. you think about what you did you think about that you think about what you did that's all you're getting next time <laughs> next right. time it's gonna be IRL <laughs> but uh, for our next story we're gonna do it we're gonna do a Florida story oh okay. but we're gonna we start have to with, we're gonna start with a different Florida story because it's not about a Florida Aren't man a or different? a Florida woman we do have a Florida woman oh. she's there do we got an Alabama woman yet. I will. I'm gonna find you an Alabama woman. Michael's got. I a, think we need to do at least five Alabama woman cases before I write a song about it. You know, at least five. We will. We're listen. Okay. We gave you your banjo moment. Yeah. We finally got Michael's banjo. Like his banjo fix was uh, established. Yeah. Was, was satisfied. Was oh, you're talking about the recent Sandu story. In Sandu story, you yeah. better stop asking about banjos now. I wrote you a whole goddamn <laughs> banjo piece. You basically you we just substituted the word banjo for guitar. Hey, well, you got to use your banjo music. That's true. That's true. It worked out wonderfully. Check yeah. that out, guys. We haven't checked it out. Yeah. But for our next one. story, uh, we'll, we'll talk more about that later on. But right now, we're going to talk about some fish on drugs. Because, mm-hmm. you know, who doesn't like being on drugs? Yeah, and that's in Florida. That makes sense. Yeah, these fish on drugs are in South Florida. There's so where much else? drugs in the water. They're, where else would these drugs be? Right, in the Florida waters. That's where they come in. Yeah, that's where that's where the drugs come in. That's where the that's where we get the right? drugs. Like, do you even watch Narcos? Right? But a uh, a new study out of South Florida has found that fish in their waters have been uh, on drugs. Dozens of pharmaceuticals no have been discovered in fish's blood and tissue, from Valium, blood pressure medicine, to antidepressants, and all sorts of other drugs found in this uh, this study. Um, the numbers are so alarming that uh, scientists say our fisheries could disappear. So this is actually a pretty big deal. And it's not from what you, it's not from like uh, somebody dumping drugs into the water or lots of shipments or anything somewhat of illegal like that. Mm-hmm. This actually comes from us. This comes from normal people, and it's a it's a side effect of this that people weren't really expecting, because there are so many prescription drugs in people. There are so many. There's a oh, yeah, high yeah. quality or quantity of just drugs. People got them in, in their pockets when they go to the beach. They got them in their pockets, but they yeah. have them in their system. That's one of the big things. Is so many people are on uh, so yeah. many standard daily medications, and they're pissing right there in the yeah, ocean. Yeah, well, not just the ocean, just the the sewage that goes into people's waste that goes into the ocean oh, sometimes. Yeah. That those fecal matters, those things are going into the ocean, and fish are eating those and becoming mm-hmm. like ingesting these uh, yeah, little small becoming traces. Fifty like percent plastic. They're ingesting these small traces of pharmaceuticals and different uh, prescription drugs, mm-hmm. and now it's saying they they found pharmaceuticals everywhere. There was no place a fish couldn't be unexposed to these pharmaceuticals in their environment. Yeah, and same uh, for us. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and they were were studying bonefish and tarpon trust. Um, the, oh, no, I'm sorry, the Florida International University and the Bonefish and Tarpon Trust. Mm. But they did study, the research team tested the blood of 93 bonefish in South Florida, and they found pharmaceutical drugs in every single one. So this wasn't like a, oh, there's a small every portion. One, 100% every one, 100% of fish 100% tested. of the bonefish tested were all of them. The average number of drugs reported in just one was yeah. seven. That's seven different pharmaceutical grade wow. or drugs in these fish's blood systems and their in their meat in their tissue, um, and some of them had up to sixteen different prescriptions in their system. 
So, and we talked about that's like it's it's like Valium and antidepressants and different things like that. So, and the same ratio applies to like EDC as well. Yeah. So, (laughs) (laughs) the same. (laughs) You got me. Whatever. But um, it's coming up in Las Vegas. We were talking about that earlier, right? Where's our tickets, Michael? (laughs) We don't have any. As my as Lauren gets sends us a Snapchat, just dear, dear. <laughs> oh my god! Bro. I use the business account, <laughs> dude. You dude. son of a bitch! <laughs> it's great content. <laughs> yeah, but uh, what what we don't eat bonefish, but what they eat not typically uh, other fish are eating too, and some mm-hmm. of the drugs are altering their behavior. So yes, we don't normally eat bonefish. It's not a normal mm-hmm. fish that people have a no. I don't have a steady for. diet of bonefish, no. But um, it could be making fish more bold. They'll take risks. They can get eaten more, more frequently. More compulsive. Yeah, they can just yeah. wander out. They can attack more frequently. Like fish can become more aggressive because they have no inhibitions. They're not depressed anymore. They're pretty happy fish. They're pretty aggressive. They have, like I said, Valium. They're mm-hmm. chill as fuck, and they will just wander out. They'll become aggressive. They'll get caught more. So this is actually a pretty. They're actually and it probably worried. affects different species different ways and absolutely you know. And wow. they're they're starting to worry that this might actually be something that they could uh, they could drastically affect the entire environment. You of, think? Uh, yeah, if these fish are starting I mean, to become you know so in, like enamored and or not enamored but just so you know engulfed in these prescriptions and they have just become it's so in their bloodstream yeah. that it could start killing them. It could start making them uh, toxic. It could start yeah. actually affecting the population of them. They don't really know how all of these drugs are going to affect the fish population and long then people, term. And then overall, people are still fishing out there. Yeah, exactly. These are, this is right off the coast of fish. Florida. Yeah, people are still eating these fish. Yeah. So. Um, so the scientists are going to have to start now researching how eating these different fish that have all these different prescriptions in their blood and mm-hmm. their tissue may affect humans and may oh, affect wow. other environment, may affect other animals yeah. and the other ecosystems that are down there because basic pollution, nutrient pollution, harmful algae blooms, E. coli pharmaceuticals getting into the water. You know how much more, uh, can nature take before it becomes a critical turning point where they're going to lose a very valuable ecosystem. We're about to find out, man. So yeah, that's, uh, that's, um, Dr. James Sullivan, um, from the Florida Atlantic university's Harbor branch and oceanography Institute. So this is actually a real issue. They did, they weren't expecting this because like I said, this wasn't somebody dumping these chemicals into the water. This wasn't, they weren't dumping medications. They weren't drug and this wasn't shipments of cocaine washing up on shore. This is natural. I mean, some of that's too. That, yeah, I mean that, that happens too. too. Yeah. There's some really fucked up fish it out is the there. Gulf just of Florida <laughs> flying around. But um, <laughs> no, I mean, there's like cocaine spills and absolutely, shit, you yeah. Know? Ships that get pulled over by the Coast Guard and have to abandon cargo and shit. You know, you know that shit happens. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. They dump their cargo. But uh, like I said, these guys they weren't expecting this. This was this is natural from human consumption of yeah. far, our pharmaceuticals, where people have just become more and more normal, accustomed to taking them. It is passing through our systems, into our wastewater, into our into the actual sewage system. There's people which, that live off of it, man. Which then can go into yeah. the oceans and affect the ecosystem. So yeah, they're now having to research how this will affect the ecosystem of the fish, of the of the uh, coral reefs, of everything around there, and then what's going to happen to the fish that we then eat that 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 those fish are being affected by. So it's kind yeah. of a weird little like conundrum that they weren't really expecting. It's like, okay, do we now, how do we handle... I don't know how you don't expect it with that, but... I guess, yeah. I guess they weren't expecting to see this in fish so much, but yeah, there's so, like the, they weren't expecting it to be in that environment, I guess. But yeah, it's, you're sending waste that goes for out of humans into the ocean. We are taking all those drugs. We're taking all those pharmaceuticals. It's going to be in our waste. It's going to be in our piss and our shit. It's going to go right to wherever you send that. Right. So yeah, anything that's going to get affected by that is going to be affected by those same drugs. Yeah. So yeah, we weren't expecting to test on fish, but now they're having to. Um, 
But yeah, that's a wow. little bit weird Florida story right there. Everybody's normally on drugs in Florida, but now the fish are too. Damn it. Now the fish are on now drugs Now the fish in are too, and then you eat the fish. It's like pretty soon we're going to have like psychedelic species of fish and like fish that like people eat and they get really depressed or... Or not really antidepressed. Or really antidepressed, yeah. yeah eat knows? a fish, you just feel like you took a Xanax. Yeah. <laughs> this might not be a bad are... idea, actually. Uh, I love trout this time of year. There's like Adderall, I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> oh, have you seen the sea bass have this year? Sure? It's like ecstasy every year. Every year. You see in colors for days. Yeah, right? I think I'm going to have a sea bass for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> On an all-fish diet this week. Uh, right. Don't take the crabs. They're, they're DMT. <laughs> you want to get some sea bass and go to EDC? Yeah. All the crabs are just walking around. They got beats in them. <laughs> right. Yeah, Sebastian oh, down there making a... They, oh, it's Under like Little Mermaid. Sea. Yeah, the Little Mermaid concert's now an EDM concert. It's just all, you can easily uh, turn uh, that EDM. There's so many DJs on social media doing that shit now. They take literally every song and turn it into... Oh, yeah, but now that, that fucking aerial concert's going to be a whole lot better. All those fish yeah. are just partying down there. Just raving. Look at all these glow sticks we already had down here. Because <laughs> there's a lot of plastic in the ocean. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got you. But um, uh, but our next story, we're gonna actually bring a Florida woman into it. Just okay, good old Florida, still woman. Florida. And Ran, her mugshot looks just one of those classic. She looks a little confused. She looks like, how did this not work? Like, right. how, why, why, how? how did you catch me? How why did you I not here? believe it? But a Florida woman accused of crashing into multiple cars throws fake snakes at uh at deputies to avoid traffic stop. Dude, that seems like a sure way to get away from me. You know, it depends on how fake realistic snakes? that snake is. Like, if it's one of those little, it's all the way coiled up, it just stays coiled up. No, okay. So you let got me like ask a nice you. prop looking snake. I may yeah, back up. Listen, for... listen, it, and it's all about it's all about the setup, right? She's sitting in her car still. Yeah. Okay. No, she look, was arrested. So she was. Uh... If you're in your car though, and you're going to use the fake snakes, right? You're sitting there. Oh uh, yes, officer. Let me get it. Oh my God, snakes! <laughs> oh my God, it's like pocket. You sand. have to leave immediately because yeah. they're very quickly going to figure out that those are fake snakes. And she she just didn't leave fast enough. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. That's she's uh, she's like Dale from, yeah, from King of the Hills. Pocket sand. Yeah, pockets. Pocket snake. <laughs> it's just an illusion. Got it's my just pocket a, snake. It's just to buy you some time. That's all. Yeah, this is my this is my last ditch effort. I got pocket snake. <laughs> pocket snake. Is that a real snake? I was at one point. It's <laughs> snakes in a can. It's dead snake now, but it was real. <laughs> But yeah, this woman, our our lovely little uh, Dawn LaShawn, Dawn LaShawn LaProd. That's a that rolls off the tongue, Dawn LaShawn LaProd. I bet she's Cajun, bro. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But uh, in Martin County, Florida, a woman has been arrested after crashing into multiple vehicles and throwing a fake snake at deputies in an attempt mm-hmm. to flee a traffic stop. Nice. Um, 54, she faces multiple charges with an additional charge possible, including four counts of aggravated assault on a police officer and fleeing and eluding. So yeah. She threw a fake snake at those cops, and they were like, that's assault, motherfucker. <laughs> wow. That's a, that's an additional five to ten. Here you go. Man. But yeah, man, she threw a fake snake, and they have it. She uh, she fled deputies, reaching Let speeds up to 100. Let me see that picture of that fake snake, dude. Let me get a good look at this. <coughs> okay. That thing is coiled up, actually. It's halfway coiled up. It's it, not like it's, it's like, not one of those just perfectly circular, like you can no. hold it in the palm of your hand. It's like half coiled, half so out. So if you threw so. that on the ground and it landed, 
the right way, it would actually look like it's about to strike you. Yeah, probably. I mean, I could the see way how this it sits. is. Yeah, this is more like that prop snake. This is what I'm talking about. I may take a step back if you tossed this. I would fake definitely snake. take more than a step back if you threw this shit at me. Yeah, because thing... it's coiled up like a snake would be flying through the air. Yeah, and it's got its head kind of up like it's yeah. about to, to come I've at you. I've never seen a toy snake in that like that before. Exactly. I mean, it looks. It's a pretty realistic looking fake snake. I'm gonna need to know the company that made this fake snake, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna have to prank my kids with this. I want to <laughs> get one of those. I want to do an ultimate dad prank and get my kids imagine, nightmares. I mean, get imagine, my kids a phobia. Imagine turning on the light in your living room and seeing this in the corner, bro. Oh yeah, that's an instant. Anywhere. Leave that fucking room. That's yeah, inst- yeah, get the shovel. Yeah. But uh, she fled deputies, reaching speeds up to 100 miles an hour, hitting another patrol car and a civilian truck, injuring three people inside, Damn. before ending up on Warford Boulevard. Uh, while driving, she mentioned to the deputies that she had a gun and drove erratically trying to cause them to crash. When deputies approached the suspect's vehicle, however, she threw a fake snake at them. So, yeah, four people wow. were then transported to the hospital with not non-life-threatening injuries, and she was taken into custody after that. LaProd has been booked into jail and being held on a $90,000 bond. So, yeah, you th- she not only did Damn. she hit cars, she hit a cop car, she hit civilians, and then told them, I have a gun, stay away. When they came close, she... Called her, she, they called her bluff, and she's yeah. like, "Well, I got a, I got a snake, snake." Yeah. Just threw a snake, hoping, well, like, hoping this officer's gonna have a phobia of snakes. I mean, he does couple. work in Florida. I mean, yeah, like, like, we talked about this before. That that officer probably you, just was like, "Yeah, what's next, snake, like, gator?" I knocked those off my doorstep this morning. Like, what, yeah, I've got two in the trunk in a cooler right this now. We picked up at the station. So, this what do you want me to talk about? Snake territory. Yeah, you may have got me a little bit more if you threw a gator, but no, it's just a snake. All Probably right. still not. You know. Yeah, he may have been like, "What size is that thing?" <laughs> but no, just a snake. Yeah, cops yeah. have seen bigger in Florida. Like they got fucking pythons and shit out there. Yeah. yeah, you threw a small snake out there at him. He probably hesitated, but he was like, "What?" The- Bitch. Yeah. yeah, he's good. <laughs> That's five to ten. Get out. <laughs> Just tacking it on. Yeah. You know what? That was rude. I'm getting you for that one. <laughs> but you scared me a little bit. Yeah, but for our next story, guys, we're gonna talk about something we don't normally see. We we like we talk about, you know, Accidents. Don't we always talk about things you don't normally see? That's kind of the point. Yeah, but this is something that's a little bit stranger because we, like, people have seen. We Even talked about stranger. this last lady. She was, you know, probably under the influence, crashing her car. We see a lot of DUIs. We see a lot of people Possibly. who have had a little bit of inf- or intoxication behind the wheel. <laughs> but we haven't seen like somebody who has had intoxication behind the reins. Behind the reins. Behind the reins. An Amish buggy driver has been charged with OVI after a horse hits Ash t- Ash Tabla or Ash Tubla. Mm-hmm. County Sheriff's Deputy. This is some real morning show yeah. type shit right Ca- here. Andy. County Deputy's Cruiser. An Amish buggy driver is mm-hmm. facing an operating of, operating a vehicle while intoxicated after the driver was so drunk that he lost control of his horse-drawn buggy and was operating on the wrong side of the road. And the uh, dr- the buggy then hit an, a Sheriff's County officer's car. Oh, my God. So, Yeah. They were called out to a Hague, uh, Hague Road to help Orwell police with a reckless operator with a horse-drawn buggy on the wrong side of the road. Uh, deputies got in front of the buggy, but the driver, identified as a as an Ashtubla uh, County Sheriff's Officer Report Nathan Miller, did not Nailed stop. It. Yeah, I'm sorry I'm butchering this Amish County name. Right. But the, the deputy, we got a drunk Amish guy passed out in the buggy. That's the quote from the body cam. That's that's such northern cop lingo right there. It's, yeah, we got an Amish guy passed out in a buggy out here. What do you want me to do about this? The deputy can be heard shit, saying dude. on the body cam, as the buggy passed, the deputy saw the driver was slumped over with a beer can nearby, and police pursued the buggy for a short time before it eventually stopped. 
Wow. Uh, deputies tried to regain control of the horse, and it lunged forward and crashed the buggy into the into the cop's cruiser. How old was this guy? Uh, I don't. They don't actually say how old uh, the. Oh no, a twenty-one-year-old Orwell. I was man. about to say. I bet he's at that. He's Rumspringa. doing that. Yep. Yeah, his rumspring when they get to yeah. do their little uh, their time away from the community. Yep. He's do. I was about to say, if it's a young person, they're definitely in that yep. little time. Twenty one year old Orwell man. So yep, twenty one. He just mm-hmm. hit that moment. He was like, "Hey, I'm not driving." It's, Immediately, the horse isn't horse drunk. Is driving. <laughs> the horse isn't drunk. I'm drunk. The horse is fine. Horse. He only had like three. <laughs> <laughs> but he did run into something. Yeah. Eventually, they, they did. They tried to block him, and the fucking buggy hit a cop car. So yeah, it's like. I, what, I can the, see you the mean, logic. Did the horses back into it? No, the cops they tried to to block him off because he was just go. The horse just kept going, and the ho- cops tried to like block the uh, the buggy off, and then they scared the uh, the horse too mad that the horse lunged forward and made ran into a cop car. Wow. So, um, yeah, he was no longer in control. He was passed out behind the reins. But that's what I'm saying. I can see the logic in this Amish young person's mind of being like, I've heard you yeah. can't drive while intoxicated. But I think the horses can just get me back home. Yeah. But yeah, In man. In theory. I, they he didn't they know may that have. They may have. They probably would have gotten him back home. Right? But the horses don't know traffic laws. And they were just going down whatever side of the road they wanted to go down. You know, in, the, in that sense, I bet the Amish are like self-driving cars. <laughs> just now getting that shit. We've had <laughs> We've self-driving been... <laughs> for, dec- for generations. <laughs> right. I knew they'd catch up eventually. Look, I got a couple of Clydesdales. Yeah. Get me back and forth to the bar with their eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> I've been driving drunk for years. But yeah, I can see like it's like. Because I'm sure this person didn't know that, like in our in normal laws, that that would be considered a vehicle, like, right? Even though it doesn't have a motor, it's not a motor vehicle, it's still a vehicle. Yeah. So yeah, he's charged with operating a vehicle while intoxicated, not a motor vehicle. But yeah, man, that's still gonna get you arrested. Uh, he was treated at the scene for some minor Especially injuries. Especially if you hit a cop well. car. If he doesn't yeah. hit in a cop car, I think they I think they let him go. Yeah, if he had just gotten pulled, I mean, he's probably still going to get booked and taken downtown for public intoxication or something. Because, yeah. like I said, this is a 21 year old. I'm public. I'm in my carriage. <laughs> this is my carriage. These are my horses. My they carriage. already know how drunk I am. <laughs> I'm not in public. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just me and the horses. Uh-huh. Yeah, he probably just didn't know. It was like a 21-year-old. It probably was. Probably somebody out there who was on Rumspringa. Getting, out, yep. to, getting out there to sow those wild oats. And, yep, sowed a little too much and got to go, go right back to jail for the night. That's and the it's it a good goes. story for him, though. That's a good story for an Amish that's kid. A, for an Am- that's a hell of a story. That's a good story for anybody. If you get pulled over drunk while operating a horse and buggy. I get my buggy, spring up, dude. Listen, I got, <laughs> I got a DUI before I got a license. <laughs> yeah, I got no fucking joke. DUI without even a car, bro. <laughs> I didn't even have a car. The horses got I don't know why they turned free. into like these California surfers. Yeah, because well, that's what they do. They all that's go out. They, go, they watch one episode of MTV something, oh. and that's how they all start talking for a yeah. week. They're like, oh my God, bro, it's so cool, bro. Like, yeah. brother, it's so Sound cool. Like, like Mordecai and Rigby from the regular show. Yeah, they're trying to talk like <laughs> fucking anybody they saw on, a, on American TV for five days. But yeah, t- poor guy, man. What, yes, what you got? Hey, guys, you got that one time. You got yeah. to have some fun. Fucking snatched away from him. I bet those horses well, got off scot-free. I wonder oh, if the yeah. horses got charged. That's always a, that's always a fun thing. It's what like a normally, double standard. Because <laughs> it's like they have to call a tow truck to bring the car back. It's like I wonder who the police had to call. It's like animal control. Do we who do we? No, nah. uh, it's like well, I'm uh, sure they were able to find his family. It's the one Amish family. The, the Amish community. I'm sure the, the Amish community. I bet the thing. Amish guy was probably even just like they can get back like, on their own. They know the way. Yeah. They just start going. They'll get back on their own. Don't worry about them. I don't want to pay the tow truck. Right. Turn on their lights. It's <laughs> got little flashing lights. Got blinkers on the back. They really should have that something like that. Yeah, buggies need hazard lights. There was this guy in um 
that I knew, I was, I was going to say the town, but there was this guy I knew growing up who rode horse and buggy like miles down the road to the store for a long time. And he would like take it, like he lived pretty good ways out the city limits. I'd yeah. say at least five to seven miles outside of any type of dense city. And he would ride this horse and buggy in to town. And even on like busy streets, like five lane streets, he'd be out there just, just that horse and buggy with like a caution triangle. Yeah. And I'm like, there's idiots out here. Dude, I know. Idiots out here. And he ended up getting hit. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, long story short, he ended up getting hit by somebody on a, a five-lane road, one of the main roads that run through town. Somebody just rear-ended him, just didn't even see him, probably on their phone or some shit, and uh, nearly killed him. And he, ne- he was never able to, like, ride horses or do that ever again. He was already an older guy. Oh, yeah, this wasn't you know. that fun. This 21-year-old, this was his only means of transportation. Right, right, right. We had we had a guy like that near my my high school. He he actually rode a little buggy with donkeys. and he would. But it was like the road that my high school was on. So who's driving yeah. that road? High schoolers. Every day, coming and going from school, they're all late, and they're all trying to get back home as fast as can. Like, exactly. And this guy's just with two donkeys. Not even horses. Two little donkeys on this little, like, one-person carriage. Yeah. He liked to just take them out for a stroll. Yep. And, like, every single time I drive by, like, you'd think that, like, that man's gonna get fucked up one day. These college kids, these high school kids are gonna tear, like, like man, a new so one. You're going so slow, dude. But, um, yeah. yeah, we're gonna, like, this yeah. Amish guy, he got his little one time of freedom. We'll see what he happens next time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> see how you handle your alcohol next time, brother. Seriously. But uh, we're going to talk about our last story for the week. We got week. one more? We got one more, guys. All right. And we're going to go we really time. far across the pond to Cambodia this time. Cambodia? The jungles of Cambodia. Damn. But, um, we've never had a Cambodia case. We've never had a Cambodia case. Not that I can think of. But uh, right now, Cambodia environmental officials are having a problem, and they're having to plead with tourists and other sorts and other uh, passerbys to stop picking the con- our, our carnivorous penis plants, please. Yes, you heard me. Carnivorous. Right. Carnivorous penis plants. Wow. Ah, the cinch. So um, they eat meat? They don't. No, they, they don't eat, eat other plants. They don't. Yeah, they are. They eat insects. Like it's, it's like a Venus oh, yeah, flytrap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's not. It doesn't. It's not like a carnivorous <laughs> penis plant. Like it eats. It only eats yeah. penises. It doesn't just. It's not like it's just a dick eating plant. Oh, okay. But it just at looks. First, at first, sounds. I mean, it's a yeah. It's I a mean, que- it's, it's a questionable title. But um, in the picture in the in the article we'll link below, you can see what these things look like standing straight and wonderfully erect. Um, uh, yeah, they they, they are like standing penises. to greet the sti- uh, grandest uh, to greet the sun. Yeah, um, circumcised. I'll tell them that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the Cambodian government has recently had to ask people to stop picking a rare carnivorous plant. <laughs> Uh, that when viewed yeah, from a certain the, angle, the flies are getting insane. Stop picking these dicks. <laughs> stop taking these dicks. We need these dicks. They look a lot like human genitalia from a certain angle. Yeah, from pretty much all angles. I'm telling yeah, you, it's that's most a little, of the yeah, angles. Most of the angles. Um, they shared a Facebook image of three women snatching up pitcher plants and posing with them. And the ministry officials have requested that members of the public leave the rare plants alone. <laughs> Um, what they are doing is wrong, and please don't do it again in the future, the right. Ministry of Environment wrote on May 11th. Uh, thank you for loving nature and its resources, but don't harvest uh, so it goes to waste. Uh, the website mm-hmm. says, please, if you want to come take pictures, take selfies, take all the videos you want of them. We understand. Everyone loves a good dick pic, yeah. but just don't pick the dick. Right. Like, leave the dick for the pic, I but see don't what you pick did the there. dick. Oh, there's like a slogan there. There you, is. You got a slogan there. And Someone, you should, no, you come should. on. Cambodia, let's talk. I will give you guys some good material. <laughs> there we go. You guys some slogans. Hey, yeah. Take a pic of the dick, but don't pick the dick. Maybe we'll make it make it a sticker. Yeah, we'll send you guys we'll a send sticker. Send it to them. Send you guys a patch of the month. There we go. <laughs> pick the dick, but don't, oh, yeah. 
Take a pick of the dick, but Not don't pick patch. the dick. We ain't spending that much on them. <laughs> Just a one-time only. Yeah. Slight chance they use this. But yeah, the uh, this is a... How, how, I'm probably going to butcher this, the actual name of the plant. Yeah. But um, the Nor... Uh, wow, Inholdenili... Inholdenili Bokenris. Mm. Uh, yeah. Far more accessible. Phantom Perfect. Boker. Um, this is a the southwestern Cambodia, the Card, uh, Cardamom Mountains. That one I can pronounce. Cardamom. I know that. There you go. Um, but yeah, these are a like, like a Venus flytrap. These things, uh, they have a. Like, it we need like more fly eating plants. It looks honestly. like the, the, the head of the of the dick plant mm-hmm. uh, can open up, and there's lots of uh, like nectar and stuff in there. And the flies will mm-hmm. go in, and other bees, and then it kind of closes on top of them. And like, surprise, just, death surprise, dome. Surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> you picked the wrong dick. Like I say, we need more plants yeah. that eat flies around here. Seriously. The uh, the the senior officials of the ministry have asked tourists not to pick the Bocrinesis and the Inholdeni mm-hmm. uh, because the activity could drive the plants to extinction they're actually oh, a very rare yeah. plant um these these plants only survive in low no uh, low nutrient soils and they supplement their diets with live insects See, this is this is the kind of stuff that social media really fucks up yeah you know because otherwise enough people wouldn't even know about this and here we are spreading more word now people if there is anybody in cambodia they're like oh where is this that's what i'm saying <laughs> they're, they're, they're average they, please come come see them come take pictures come yeah, uh, yeah. do touristy things just don't actually pick them don't cut them down don't harvest them because they are yeah. like an endangered they're an endangered species of plants mm-hmm. um but that's what they, they don't grow around a lot of other places because they need very low nutrient soils which we yeah. have pretty good fertile soil around here i mean you would think in some areas of cambodia it'd be pretty fertile too but this part, this area right here, they are they are, they supplement their nutrients with insects and bugs and things right, like that. Right, right, right. Yeah, I wish we had more of those things around here. If, if the South could have some fucking insect eating plants, <laughs> that'd be great, man. Can we get Fuck. like a a, a skeeter eater, a ske- know, something like that? We <laughs> need that's eater. what we need. Man. We need some good dick plants over here to yeah. eat these bugs. Eat the mosquitoes, please. Eat whatever you I can. Damn. But um, yeah, these uh these things are they're they're very fun to look at. Mm-hmm. Please come look at them, but don't pick them. Well, I'll say it again. If I'll say it a thousand times, take a pick of the dick. Just don't pick the dick, guys. Perfect. That is the perfect way to end the show. And that's where we're gonna leave you with. That's where we're gonna keep leave. that in your mind mm-hmm. all day, all week. Take a pick of the dick, but don't don't pick the dick. Boom. And be strange, and don't be strangers. And we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, that too. Bye, guys. I watched Airplane in middle school in band class, and that shows titties. You hush your mouth, boy.